Brilliant. Is that on? Thank you so much. That was so beautifully read. Okay. Good morning, everyone. Is everyone... Have we got all the kids in the general space of the mat? Good. Maybe we could have, maybe if we could let the smaller ones come forward a bit, just in anticipation of what we're going to do in a minute. Okay. Good. Okay, brilliant. Good morning, everyone. Thank you. Good to see you. Who can tell me what special season the church is celebrating at the moment? Yeah? Is it Easter? Nearly Easter. What comes before Easter? Pancake Day. Oh, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. What's the whole season? Mother's... Uh, oh, that's coming soon as well. Eid. Not Eid. Lent. Lent. Very good, we got there. It's Lent, that's right, it's Lent. So, are you looking, are you listening? It's come up on the screen. Lent is a special time before Easter when we prepare ourselves as a church for Easter. So what we do is we focus on repentance and we focus on fasting and doing good for others and receiving God's forgiveness. Can anyone tell me what repentance means? What does repentance mean? It's a thing that we talk about lots in Lent. Yeah. Exactly. Asking for forgiveness. It's asking for forgiveness. Go on, Hannah. Saying sorry. Saying sorry. Said with such conviction. That's right. Repentance is about saying sorry, asking for forgiveness. And literally, it's about turning around and going the other direction to where you were coming from. Okay, we've got repentance. Do we know what fasting is? Who can tell me what fasting is? When you don't eat something for 40 days and night. Good. Very good. Any other descriptions of fasting? Fasting is when you maybe don't eat for a long time. When you give up something you like. When you give up something you like. That's a really good description because sometimes it's not food that we give up. It might not be sweets. It might be um, like a specific computer game. Um, for some of the adults, it might be alcohol or coffee. Usually, things that are really good, things that we're not saying are bad, but that we're giving up for a time to help us in our preparation. So... I think you know this. What day was it on Tuesday? Pancake day. Very good. Pancake day or Shrove Tuesday, we call it. Shrove is just a word that is a bit like forgiveness. Ah, oh, thank you. That's exactly what I wanted. Pancake day. We've got some pancakes on the screen. Does anyone know? Yeah, okay, okay. Go back, go back. Go back, yeah. Does anybody know why do we have pancakes? Why do we have pancakes on Pancake Day, other than they taste nice? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That is very exceptional logic. Because it's called Pancake Day, you're right. 
but who can tell me? Maybe out of the youth or the adults, who can tell me why we have pancakes on Pancake Day? Katie knows. I think, it, I think it's because the, um, they were using up the things that they were going to give up for Lent, so like eggs and milk. Exactly. Give Katie a little round of applause. So traditionally in the church, what people would do is during Lent, they would give up all the kind of fatty things. So eggs and milk and flour and sugar, all of those, everything that is in all the good stuff like cake and biscuits. Yeah. But because they didn't want to waste those things, they didn't want them to go off. They would use them all up in one go by eating pancakes on Shrove Tuesday. Now, do any of you know how to make pancakes? Have any of you made pancakes? Yeah? For those of you who um, don't know how to make pancakes, would you like a little demonstration? Should we have a little practice? Good, right. Well, I have two incredibly willing volunteers. who are going to please help me bring this table over here. David just said he's going to report this on the news. Okay, good. Can we all see? Are we making sure the little ones can see? If you're, say, under 18 and you want to come a bit round the corner so you can see as well, I'm sure that's fine. Okay, so... Going to very carefully take this off. And I'm just going to put this down here as a bit of a. I haven't got an apron, sorry. You'll just have to be careful. Yes, thanks, Graham. Okay, so Julian and Mo are going to help us show us how pancakes are made. Just with a show of hands, who thinks they can do it? Okay, that's pretty, pretty good show of faith. Who thinks they can do it like this? Fewer people. So, we've got the recipe here. Can you all see? Are you all looking? Julian's going to have the recipe. I'll just hold it for you so you don't have to use your arms. Right. And Mo is going to do the arms, okay? So what we need, 110 grams of plain... Julian, you can't use your hands. All right, and then what we're going to do, we're going to, first of all, we're going to sift the flour. All right. Yeah. 
But obviously, we're also going to take those instruments outside of the bowl. So, all right. And then we're going to, oh yeah. So first of all, we're going to sift the flour and salt into a large mixing bowl with the sieve held high above the bowl so the flour gets an airing. I didn't have salt, sorry. We're going to lift it up. High above the bowl, high above the bowl. Give it a good airing. Oh, oh, left a bit. Okay, that's probably enough. Very good. Sift it. Now you've got to sift. That is good technique, Julian. I'm impressed. Thanks, guys. No, that's good. All right. Is that enough? Yeah. Cool. All right. Now, make a well in the center of the flour and break the eggs into it. Then begin whisking the eggs using an electric whisk or a balloon whisk, incorporating any bits of flour from around the edge of the bowl as you do so. I had to bring the eggs on the tube, so I wrapped them. Okay. Remove this, yeah. Oh my lord. Okay, one egg, blood. Before you break it, yeah, move that. Yeah, that's good. Now bring this forward. <laughs> Have you made a well? You haven't made a well yet. There you go. We're gonna make a well. Yes, we're gonna make a well. Okay, all done. Now after three, we're going to break the egg, all right? Ready? One, two, two, three. Yes. I'm really impressed this far. All right, so we've broken the egg now. Two eggs. There you go. There's another one. Let's make sure we're letting everyone see you guys. Let's not also... Let's not touch the table because the table might fall over. Ready? Everybody scoot back a little bit. That's right. All right, the second egg has been broken. All right. So, now we're going to whisk it. See if we find the whisk. And we're going to whisk. As you can see, like so, we're whisking. Quite a lot of flowers around the edges, so um, if I just whisk it like so. So what you want to do is what you want to kind of like an 80 degrees rotation on your wrists. Now it's great for working out for those of you who want arms like me. Um, <laughs> ask Chris, Chris knows. Personal trainer, by the way, plug in. On um, Wednesdays and Saturdays we do jogging as well. So if you want to join in, you're more than free. 
We've got quite a lot of flour. So if there's a lot of flour, what do we do? That's right. We're going to add some milk. So, if I reach down under the whisk. Sieve. Sorry. There you go. Now, it's, we choose semi-skimmed milk because semi-skimmed milk is um, good. Now we're going to pour some milk into... Oh dear, Mo, that was all over my trainers. No, I did, I'm joking, I'm joking. Now what we're going to do, we're going to pop the milk to the left-hand side, and then we're going to pour it here as well. No, I'm joking, we're not. Okay, so we're going to mix it now. Keep whisking. There you go. Nope, yeah, that's right, whisk it there. Okay, so when the mixture starts to thicken, Gradually, what we're going to do, so we've added some milk already, and we're going to add a bit of water to it. A bit of water, yes. So, obviously, you can see, if I can show the audience, as you can see, it's thick. Very thick. Now, we're going to add some water now. We're going to add some water. So, what I'm going to do, I'm going to stretch over. I'm going to turn it around. And then I'm going to pour it over. There you go. That's right. And then we're going to start whisking again. Yeah. And then obviously, you now see the smooth texture in this. It's very smooth. Don't be deceived. It's camera tricks. All right. So when all the liquid has been added... We're going to scrape any exclusive bits from the flour, from around the edge into the center, then whisk once more until the batter is smooth with the consistency of thin cream. So, all right. So what we're going to do, we're going to use our imagination, kids. Say imagination. And now we're going to put some butter. So everyone put your hands up. Oh, sorry. Everyone put your hands up like this, and we're going to sprinkle a little bit of butter. Sprinkle a little bit of butter in there. That's right. There you go. Imagination, guys. Imagination. All right. Now we've melted the butter into the pan using a wadge of kitchen paper to smear it around. Yeah. There's a kitchen paper there. Yep. There. Goes in. Great. Now, now we're going to pull it in the pan. So I'm going to shift to the right. Like so. Oh my God. Now what we're gonna do, just for the final stop, final touch, because it's on the, it's on the fire now. We're going to sprinkle our sprinkles. So we're gonna add a bit of chocolate and a bit of. Pink glimmer. Pink glimmer.
wanted all of it. And then the chocolate. Then we're going to add the chocolate now for our last touch and then we're finished. All right. Now, there you go. That's how you make a St. John's pancake. Thank you very much for watching. You can buy our books online at 5 .99. We'll be here next week. We'll be here next week when we'll teach you how to make cornflakes. Okay. Thank you very much. Please, could we give jo uh, Julian and Mary a round of applause? Right. Should we get ourselves back sat on the mat, everybody? No. Okay. Great. Is everybody sitting on the mat? Can all the little ones see? I'll be carrying this home. Is everyone sitting down? Okay, should we have a look at this pancake? Should we show the rest of church? There we go. Yay. All right, all right. Yeah. That's it. So, are you looking? Are you listening? Is everyone sat on the mat? Do we think that pancake looks good? Would you want to eat that pancake? No. So my point is, Julian and Mo, they had a recipe, didn't they? They had a recipe and they had help and they had all the things they needed, but it was still really hard to get it right. It was still really hard to get it right, even though they knew exactly what they should be doing. And sometimes being a Christian is a bit like that, isn't it? We know what we should be doing. We know that we're called to love God and love other people. But sometimes it's just really hard to do it. Sometimes our head knows, but our hands don't know. Or sometimes we've got all the instructions, but we just go wrong on one bit and then we realize later on and we have to go back and do everything again. And for me, there's two things when I was your age that I remember finding really hard. So there was a bad thing and a good thing. Do you want to know what the bad thing was? Yeah. yeah. The bad thing was I had three big brothers and they could be very annoying and we would fight all the time. Yeah, we would fight all the time. And even though, even though I knew that it wasn't good that we were fighting and hitting each other and saying mean things to each other, we would still fight. The other thing is a good thing. Me and my brothers, we all loved this one computer game. It was called The Sims. It's probably a bit old for you now. We all loved The Sims. We were obsessed with The Sims. And The Sims was a really great game, and I'm not saying it was a bad game at all. 
but we used to fight over this game. We used to get really cross with our mum when it was time to come off the game. We would get addicted to the game. So even though we knew that we shouldn't do that, that we should treat it properly and treat one another properly, it was still really difficult. So sometimes there's things that tempt us that are bad things like fighting or hitting. And there's sometimes things that tempt us that are good things like a computer game or a certain type of food or something that we just have too much of. So, can we have our next slide, please? In fact, the one after that. Okay. You're looking, are you listening? I've got a really easy question for you. When we face temptation, when we don't know what to do or when we know what to do but we find it really hard to do it, who can help us? Hands up, who can help us? I want to see every hand in the church up. Who can help us when we face temptation? The force. <laughs> Yoda. No, who can help us when we face temptation? God. God, thank you. God can help us when we face temptation. Are you listening? And there's lots of ways that God can help us. One is that we have the example of Jesus. Who remembers that story that Jonathan read for us so beautifully? Jesus was tempted in the desert, wasn't he? But he didn't sin. So we have the example of Jesus. The second thing, look around you. Look all the way around you. We have the church to help us. We have one another to help us resist temptation. Who is in a sports team? Who uh, is in a choir? Or an orchestra? Or a dance group? Yeah? So just like when you go to your orchestra or your sports team or your dance group, boys, you're looking. Just like when you go to those places and you practice all together and help each other, we have the church as a group of friends to help one another, okay? And this is where our little Star Wars reference comes in. Who's seen Star Wars The Force Awakens? Well, so I'll give you a little summary. Ray, she's one of the good guys. She's fighting Kylo Ren, who's a Sith Lord, and she's losing. And it gets to a point where um, it looks like he's about to defeat her. And what does he say to her? He starts saying... I could teach you the ways of the force. You should come to the dark side. He starts tempting her with power. What does she do? Does anyone remember? She refuses. She refuses. She resists. She shuts her eyes and she resists him and she wins, doesn't she? And in that story that we had read for us, Jesus resists the devil by saying scripture back to him, doesn't, doesn't he? He listens to the lie, and then he says scripture back. And that's something that we can do as well. So, have we got our next slide? Probably the one after, actually. Yeah, there we go. Next one. Next one after that. So this is a really good bit of scripture that we can learn for Lent to help us. Should we read it all together? After three, everybody. 
We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Again. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Can we see it with a few less letters? Next slide. Should we say it again? Brilliant, well done. And once more with no letters. Wait, wait. Just about, well done. That is such a good scripture for us to remember during Lent because sometimes we mill mess up. Sometimes we'll break our Lent or we'll be mean to one another or we'll forget something. But in our heads, we can always say, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ because of what he's done for us. So, last bit. Have I got time to say this? This is, this is an example for the grown-ups, okay? So don't all woo when I say it. But a few weeks ago, Josh and I got engaged. <laughs> and I knew it was coming. Like, I was totally prepared. And um, I'd started a Pinterest board and everything. And, um, and I knew that Josh and I were going to hang out on the Tuesday, which happened to be Valentine's Day. And I was like, ah, oh, Josh is blatantly going to propose on Tuesday. But that was great because I had Monday off and I didn't have to go into work. I didn't have to do anything. So I was like, I will have this Monday just for me. I can watch TV, can go for a little walk. I don't need to wash my hair. I don't need to put makeup on. Um, I can wear whatever I want. It'll be great. And then tomorrow, we'll get engaged. <laughs> and, um, and so I was coming to the end of my like, lovely day of just chilling out. And it was about 9 o'clock in the evening. And Josh sent me a message saying, I'm just pulling into King's Cross. I'm going to drop by your house. And I was like, OK. Um, so I got up and as quickly as I could, I was putting on mascara and like, like um, smudging it all over my face and like spraying stuff in my hair to make it look less bad and quickly like putting a cooler top on and all this stuff. And you know what? It so didn't matter. Because when I opened the door and he got one down on one knee on the doorstep, he didn't say, oh, you could have washed your hair or... Oh, you could have, you know, had your nails painted. You could have been more ready. It didn't matter. He was going to propose anyway. That's what I want you to remember during Lent, is that we can always come to Jesus and ask for his forgiveness. He gives us peace with God through himself. And it's not as if, if we're not perfect during Lent, Jesus won't still come. Easter is coming no matter what. So let us, together as a team practice resisting temptation together okay shall we pray and then we'll wrap up show me show me that you're ready to pray that's it dear lord thank you for the gift of one another and for scripture to help us resist temptation